0: Well, hello there, friend, and welcome back to the podcast. Can you believe that it is already Q2 2022? I feel like this year's flying by. I know last year flew by. Maybe that's just something that comes with age. I'm not sure. Let me know. Like, the older you get, the faster the years go. But also, like, what is time since COVID quarantine started, you know? So, um, If you're new to the profit reports, welcome. These are super fun. These tend to be, I think I went and looked at my downloads the other day and the February profit report had been the most downloaded slash listened to episode of like the past few months. So clearly you all are enjoying these profit reports, which is good. Love that. Um, What I do here is I simply share my uh, income from the previous month, my gross income, uh, a quick overview of my expenses, if it's helpful, my profit, and then we compare that to what my goals are and what my projections are moving forward. And the reason why I started doing this is because I don't think there are enough business owners out there that are transparent about their numbers not that anyone's obligated to do so right this doesn't need to be public information but if i'm here to help educate on profitability and business and how you can i'm starting to call it the like client to a piggy bank pipeline i think that's kind of fun is basically the process that i teach inside of my program profit rx is how you get more money from your client all the way into your personal bank account. And I don't mean like wringing the money out of your client. I mean the money that you're already getting. I'm not a sales coach. That's not what we're talking about. Instead, it's you get paid. How much of that money needs to be set aside for taxes? How much needs to be set aside for expenses? How much do you pay yourself? And then once you pay yourself, what happens with that money? And then also with The legal stuff, we talk about how to protect all of that money so that you don't have to pay it out in refunds or lawsuits. And then when it comes to taxes, it's about increasing your take home pay. So that's how we kind of fold in all of my expertise into the program. But I find that it's super helpful to have some context, particularly when it comes to the profit planning portion, doing projections, all that good stuff. And my goal for my profit reports is just to show you how I do it. So it gives you an example. I'm really emphasizing the word and, like a single example, right? Because it's going to look very different based on your business model, who you help, what you sell, all that kind of stuff. I have an info product business. I'm an educator. So it's going to look a little bit different than if you sell services. It's going to look a lot different if you sell physical products. Okay. So a quick recap of where we've come so far. Um, My goal for 2022 Q1 in particular was to have $15,000 months. So that would be a $45,000 quarter. Um, I slightly exceeded my goal in January. I hit 16K. That was fantastic. February was a bit of a down month. We hit 9K and that's all right. I was doing like a ton of promoting in January. So we had to kind of like cool off on in February. Reason being is that you all, although I'm sure you love me, don't want me trying to sell you things on a daily basis. Um, although I do sell a lot. Uh, no shame there, right? We're here to provide uh, fantastic services and products to our clients and customers, and we got to tell them about it. That's important. So 9K in February, and then uh in February, about five thousand came from Profit RX, my membership. Nineteen eighty from the Contract Vault, so that was sixty-six sales, and about eighteen hundred dollars came from the Tax Season Playbook. And the Playbook was the big thing I promoted in February. I only hit forty percent of my goal for that, so that had a lot to do with the discrepancy in my goal income and my actual income in the month of February, which is fine. Uh, I just I don't know if I just didn't promote the Playbook very well, or if it just didn't resonate as much. Uh, with all of you. And that's okay. That's a lesson that I'm going to learn for next year. Um, I'm still probably going to promote the playbook next year, but it's just going to be available in the membership. And uh, we'll probably won't do like a huge launch for it. It's just, if you need this, you should join the membership, you get access to it. And then we'll have maybe not as lofty as a goal for that program. So my goal for March was to ideally to do 15K. Because that was the goal that I set up at the beginning of the year for each month in Q1. But really, I wanted to shoot for 20. Because if I hit 20, I would hit my quarterly goal. I'd basically make up for the revenue lost in February. I did not quite make it. I didn't quite hit either one of those. I finished with thirteen thousand five hundred dollars in gross revenue, so fifteen hundred dollars off of my original monthly goal, and that wasn't bad. Um, it was, certainly was a lot better than February. I made you know four thousand forty five hundred more dollars. Um, so overall, I was fairly fairly happy, especially considering that I didn't book any substantial one-on-one work. And I think initially I'd set out to book about $3,000 in one-on-one clients. So if we take that out, um, I kind of hit or exceeded most of my other goals. So here's a breakdown of what I projected and hoped for in March. So this is projections. I wanted to hit 80% profit. And then I wanted to have about $8,000 in profit RX sales. $1,500 $1,500 in contract vault sales. Uh, I had already kind of secured a speaking fee of $300 for a speaking engagement. My goal is to do $750 more in taxis and playbook sales. Uh, I participated in Renee Dallo's Profitable Pro Bundle. I had a goal to get 20 sales in that. And then I wanted to book a couple of VIP days between uh, two and six, depending on what my revenue looked like. So here's what I actually did in comparison. Uh, and this is, I think, really helpful for you all to see like how close I am to my goals slash projections, because this is not an exact science. But sometimes I'm pretty, in some areas, I'm pretty spot on. And that's always interesting. So my goal was to have $8,000 in profit RX sales, and I had 8,118. So that was pretty wild that I was fairly spot on. How I came up with that number was Basically existing recurring revenue I had from current members, plus my goal sales for the Profit RX launch I did in March. So if you weren't following, I did a founding members launch. I introduced a new tier of the membership. I called it, I'm calling it the content only tier. It's $30 a month and you get access to all the content. Um, moving forward, starting now, I have a, a sign-up fee. So your first month's $100 and then after that it's $30. And the month of March, we waived the sign-up fee for all new members. So that was fantastic. What uh, really kind of uh, blew expectations out of the water was the contract vault. My goal was $1,500 and we had $3,100 in sales. So that was amazing. That's a $30 uh, program. I got my $300 speaking fee. That was, you know, I already signed a contract for that. So that was going to happen pretty much regardless. Tax season playbook only made $200 rather than $750, but that's okay because what I decided to do uh, basically just a few days into March is I rolled the tax season playbook into ProfitRx. So you couldn't buy it on its own anymore. And the idea for this moving forward is that I won't really be selling these like one-off workshops, mini um, courses and programs that often, uh, they're all included in ProfitRx. So smaller programs like Legally Launched, Totally Taxed, those are both for newer business owners. The Tax and Playbook, they're all inside of RX. So you join the membership to get access to them. I figured with the membership being $30 a month, it's so much easier to sell now. So in online business in particular, it's very common to uh, basically get someone on your list with a freebie sell them a lower priced program or product like, you know, $30, $100, $200. And then that kind of lets them test out your teaching style. And then a certain number of those people will go on to buy your more expensive program, typically, you know, 1000 to $5,000. This is, this is uh, often called like the Ascension business model. And this is what I used to do. So we do Legally Launched, which would be fantastic. I'd have like 30 people join. And then a year later, a number of those people would join Unfuck Your Biz, which would be my $2,000 program. Now I've kind of decided, you know, we're not doing that. It's just the membership. And that also helps me streamline things. I don't have to sell as much stuff, which is fantastic. Uh, I made $110 selling my book. So, if you didn't know, I have a book called Unfuck Your Biz. Fantastic. We have an ebook and a physical book. And then I had um, about $1,000 in affiliate sales. I'll talk more about that in a moment. And then I sold uh, eight bundles in the Profitable Pro Bundle. So, that was $560. My goal was $20. So, I didn't quite hit that um but i was marketing that and profit rx at the same time which was kind of confusing and complicated i don't think i'll try to do that again my spending was around $3000 um so nothing super notable there profit was about 77% uh, i just had my regular like recurring expenses The mostly the biggest chunk of that went towards my contractors so my monthly software uh like my sophomore, my my CRMs, my website, all that kind of stuff costs me about $300 a month. And then I usually have a few hundred dollars in additional expenses. And then the rest of that, uh, probably about 2000 goes to my team of contractors. So 77% profit, um, important note for you all, that does not include my own salary. So I'm on salary uh, with payroll. A lot of people will calculate profit including their owner salary, I don't really do it that way because I think profit without my salary shows my benefit from the business, like how much I'm reaping and rewards from the business, if that makes sense. I teach that in detail on RX. So what does this mean moving forward? So like, what are my lessons I'm taking away from this? How am I using this information to set my goals for April and so forth? Well, first of all, let's talk about MRR. So I explain every month. MRRs means monthly recurring revenue. It's essentially your payment plans. So assuming no one cancels their membership or their payment plans, what I will expect to make in monthly recurring revenue from my programs that have monthly payments, my current MRR is $6,435. So The great thing about recurring revenue is that I can pretty much assume that I'm going to make a minimum of $6,400 in April. Like That's basically my minimum. Now, a few people may cancel their memberships. That always happens. That's called your churn. Your churn is the percentage of people that cancel. Um, And churn is very natural, right? People aren't going to pay for something forever, especially if they're not using it, which is why we track metrics like in engagement part of my job is to make sure you're getting value from my program so that you continue using them because if you continue using them you continue to pay me you're getting value and benefit i'm getting your income so everyone wins that's the goal uh typically what we hope is we hope to offset churn with new members. So we hope that we have more new members coming in than we have uh, previous members leaving. If we have more members leave and come in, then my MRR is going to be lower than $6,400 in April. But I expect that it will actually increase. We also had... 41 signups through the Profitable Pro Bundle. Um, These people all joined with essentially two months free access. Now, don't worry, those of you that are paid students of mine, I didn't just give it away. They got that included in their $97 that they paid for the bundle. So essentially, um, two months if they had just joined RX, would have cost them $60. So they paid $37 more to get access to all of the other materials in the bundle. That's usually how I promote bundles when I'm uh, selling them to you all. So hopefully that makes sense. Assuming all 41 of those people stay, it's a very big assumption. Uh, that would add $1,200 in recurring revenue uh, starting in, I think, May. My expectation is Uh, It's kind of hard to guess, but I know that there were several hundred people who bought the bundle and typically everyone who buys a bundle, not everyone, but about, I would expect 80% of people who buy a bundle to sign up for my program, but it's a lot different when you include a membership in a bundle because people have to put in their credit card information to get access to the membership because they will be auto-charged after their two months is over. And so when I do a membership inside of a bundle, much, much fewer people Will actually sign up for my program because they don't want to give credit card information, which is totally understandable. So I would say maybe 10% of the people actually joined. But then that means if they actually gave the credit card info, I would expect that they're pretty interested in my program and that they might convert at a higher percentage than, you know, if everyone joined. So I have the short of that is I have no idea how many of those 41 people will actually stick around. I'm hoping at least half. I'm hoping at least 20, you know, maybe 25 of them will stick around inside of the membership, but we will see. From there, my predictions uh, and projections for ProfitRx are a bit tough, but I'd like to see three to five new members come into ProfitRx per week. we will talk more about like what my specific goal is for April in a moment. The contract vault This is like the gift that just keeps on giving. It's like the little engine that could. It's this $30 program that just, you know, it kind of exceeds expectations every single month. Uh, I noted in um, March, it made $3,100. So the math came out to, I think, 103 sales of the contract vault, which is a little bit bananas. My goal, I think, was 50 originally. So we doubled that. A lot of those sales, though, came from the Wedding Summit series. So I participated... Uh, my friend Margot uh, did a wedding summit. I participated in that. My talk was on contracts. So you can see it was a pretty easy thing for me to sell because at the end of the talk, I was like, oh, hey, we talked about these five contracts. You can go get access to all of them for $30 on my website. Like no deadline, no special promo. That's just what it costs. It's $30. So I would guess uh, maybe 30 to 40 of our sales came from that. I also had 15 contract vault sales come from my friend Lee. So my friend Lee uh, has a business called Coach with Clarity. She uh, helps life coaches get their businesses started, primarily therapists who want to transition to life coaching. And what she did was she actually decided to make the Contract Vault a bonus for her launch. So when she launched her program, she said, oh, and everyone who joins is gonna get access to this program called the Contract Vault that has all your contracts. And then what Lee did uh, was I created a promo code for her. So her students got to sign up for free essentially. And then I sent Lee a report with all of her signups and Lee paid me for all of those students. And we're really good friends. So this was something we chatted about. But it was kind of genius. Like she approached me with this idea, and now I'm using this strategy um, as a way to reach out to other affiliates, both with the Contract Vault and with Profit RX. So it's like, hey, if you sell this $2,000 program, instead of you trying to get all these resources or trying to get, you know, training materials on how people can start their business. You can either buy them access into my contract vault, or you can buy them, you know, two months inside of Profit RX. And I already have one other friend who signed up to do that uh, with Profit RX, and her students are going to be going begin joining the membership soon. Um, I'm really excited about that. It's going to take some legwork, I think, for me to find good affiliate partners, but it could be, it could be a really simple, effective, I don't know, strategic way for me to grow those programs and get sales uh, in a way that's going to make sense for everyone. So excited about that. Originally, uh, my goal was after Q1, I planned to sell 30 contract bolts per month. I just figured, you know, we did like 216, I think in January, about 65 in February, I think, and then 100 in March. I just figured it would kind of dip down because most of you that are listening, if you are interested in it, you probably have already bought it theoretically, but I don't know. It keeps outperforming, So I think we're going to set our goal to 50. 50 contract vault sales in April. We'll see what happens. Now, my affiliate sales, I had a lot of these. um, It probably isn't really fair for me to say that I made, what did I I have up here? About $1,000. It's probably a little bit more than that in affiliate sales in March. Reason being is because a lot of that was from like the past three months, but I use a third party uh, kind of program where they give me the affiliate link. It's kind of like a PayPal account where the commissions kind of stack up in there and then you have to go in and transfer them to your bank account. So I had a few months worth of affiliate commissions that I hadn't transferred over yet. A few hundred of that was from Novo, which is the business bank account I recommend if you all are interested in that i have an affiliate link you can message me post in the facebook group i get $25 for everyone who joins so that's just a nice like nice little bonus um, i also got some affiliate fees for the bookkeeping firm that i'm now affiliated with if you need bookkeeping support you can message me about that or post in the facebook group they're phenomenal they'll take good care of you and i've now signed up uh, with a few other affiliate partners as well because my profit rx students are going through the step-by-step process to get their businesses legally sound, profitable, all of that. And in some steps, I do recommend, depending on where they are in business, what their revenue is, that they hire some third-party people. So I teach people how to do their own bookkeeping with a simple spreadsheet. If they decide they want to hire it out, great. I have a referral. That referral pays me an affiliate fee. If people need to do a trademark, fantastic referral, referral, affiliate fee, you get the picture. And one of my goals was when I decided to come up with this $30 price point for Profit RX. I was like, obviously, I'm going to need a lot more volume to hit my own revenue goals. So we're going to need a lot more members in the program. But then also, I can really beef up the affiliate sales reach out to these affiliate partners that would be offering my programs as bonuses to them. And these would all be different avenues in which I could bring in a revenue that would allow me to have this incredibly, uh, incredibly accessible price point for my own program. So that's exciting as well. My goals moving forward, this is where it's kind of tricky. I think a lot of us probably do this. I don't know, maybe just me, maybe the rest of us don't really think about our revenue goals on a monthly or quarterly basis. But what I always want to do is I always want to play catch up, right? So when I do the math, I ended up being, what was it? $6,500 under my Q1 goal, which means I need to make more than originally anticipated in Q2 to catch up. So my goal in Q2 was going to be to continue to do $15,000 months. month. So then I have to ask myself, do I want to now say I'm going to do 17K months or maybe I try to do 20K in April to get caught up. But then that's tricky because you end up, it just kind of feels like you end up setting yourself up for failure because you just keep increasing your goal without the proof that you're really on your way to that to begin with. But... I, I do think it's a little bit reasonable for me uh, in the month of April. So I'm going to shoot for 18000 in revenue. We'll see what happens. Um, it's going to be a stretch without booking any one-on-one work. So if you need any one-on-one work, if you're interested in doing one-on-one consulting with me, email me. <laughs> let's, let's talk about it. I'd be happy to chat with you about that. So here's the breakdown of my April goals. We have MRR monthly recurring revenue of 6400 6435 to be exact. I'm hoping to bring a number of new people into Profit ProfitRx. Uh, my goal is to bring in 15 people at our monthly fee, and that would be $100 when they sign up, right? Because we have the sign-up fee, so $1,500, and then about five people on our annual fee, um, which... I put 300 on here, it's actually a little bit more than that, but that would be about $3,000 in total from new Profit RX signups. 50 volt sales at $30, that's 1,500. Um, I'm thinking, I think I'm doing two different speaking engagements in the next few months. So that'll be, you know, 600 to $1,000. And then we also have a textbook inside of RX, So I put $2,500 for that. That's a total of about $14,000 in revenue. Now as I was talking I just realized I didn't put any affiliate commissions on here. So we could have some affiliate sales as well. Who knows that would help. But if we hit all these goals, that would put me about $4,000 short of that 18k figure, which means that I would need to book anywhere from 1 to 4 one-on-one or VIP day clients. Now I say one to four because I've started. Um, I haven't booked any clients for this yet, but I've started putting together an offer for Profit RX one-on-one, and that would be to help people go through probably not all, but at least half of the Profit RX program on a one-on-one basis, either like the legal side of things or the tax side of things. And that's going to be about four to five thousand dollars, depending on what people need, like how many of the steps they need. Uh, and it'll be like over a series of a few months. So I talked to someone the other day who is interested in that. We'll see if they end up booking. Who knows? Um, but if I booked one of those clients, fantastic. Or this could be, you know, like four LLC in a day clients, or like three S-Corp in a day clients, or three tax in a day clients. Those are all different VIP days that I offer. My last kind of note, this doesn't really have anything to do with my business profitability, but I did get a new car last week, which was very exciting for me. If you haven't been following the saga, um, I had a 2006 Mini Cooper. Her name was Meryl. Loved her. I bought that car at 21% interest when I was in law school, which yes, if you just if your eyes just got real wide, that would be the correct response. That's an abysmal interest rate on a vehicle. I had a really terrible credit, kind of amazed that I even got a car loan, to be honest with you, but you know, it took me years to pay that car off. And then I drove it for the past four years, probably with no car loan, but it was in and out of the shop. Like every few months, I spent a lot of money on repairs. And then I finally just got to the point where I was like, all right, enough is enough. What I've been saying up until now is that I would drive it until it just needed a repair that was too expensive to make it worthwhile. but as things are starting to over open up, I'm driving more for speaking engagements, I'm driving more for networking events, and I had decided last year that I just as a blanket rule would not drive my car outside of San Diego County. It actually broken down in Orange County before but I was like, I'm definitely not going to drive it to Vegas. I can't imagine like having to get towed in the middle of of the desert somewhere. Not my nightmare. Was it like breaking down on one of the freeways in Los Angeles? So I was just planning on renting cars or taking the train anytime I needed to do that. But that would add up. I'm just basically telling you now how I've justified, justified my new car purchase. And that's not to say that I made the smartest idea. Like I'm This don't take this as personal advice. But that was one reason. Um, New car gets a little bit better better gas mileage. So, you know, that's that's helping out my mindset of taking on a new car payment as well. But ultimately, I just decided, I now have had, uh, the past couple months, I did not hit my revenue goal. But I've now had, I think, five consecutive five-figure months. Well, February was 9,000, so close enough. But five or six consecutive months now where, I've had more than enough revenue to pay my own salary and I got my credit cards paid off, which had kind of accumulated last year during my down months. I've talked about that on previous profit reports. So I was feeling good, like feeling like I could take on a new personal expense. And one thing I noticed about this was I have joined, like I've joined $10,000 business programs before. So on like $1,000 a month payment plans And for whatever reason, like that was easier for me to swallow than like taking on a new car payment. And I don't know why, because I I was thinking if I could afford to pay a thousand dollars a month last year for this business program, like I can afford a much lower car payment. And I think the reason in my mind why it's harder to do that is because when we're investing in our business, it's easier mentally to make that expenditure when we're spending on ourselves it's a little bit harder. But at the same time, like I usually don't have a problem spending a few hundred dollars at Nordstrom. So an interesting thing, right? I think we all have that. We all have some stuff uh, that's very easy for us to spend money on, even if a lot of our friends like would not do that. And then other things that a friend or a spouse or, you know, a sibling might think is a very obvious no-brainer purchase for them. Might be really hard for us to spend money on. Like I'll spend money all day long going to, to, to Starbucks, but I don't really like spending money at, re- at restaurants. I don't. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I like to cook. But that's just one, one example. So that's all for this uh, month's profit report. If you are curious about Profit RX, the doors are always open. We would love to have you. Like I mentioned, we do have a sign-up fee now, but I think it's an incredibly valuable and beneficial program. Just to give you a quick synopsis, I used to run a $2,000 course, Unfuck Your Biz, and I had two different memberships. One was up to $69 a month, and then my Unfuck Your Biz alumni membership was $150 a month. Literally all of the content from all those programs are now included in Profit RX. So $100 to sign up, and then $30 a month after that. You get access to everything. And then if you're like, Braden, that's great. um, But what if I need help? No problem. You can either come uh, starting this week. We're doing a weekly live in my Facebook group where you can submit questions. Or if you want more hands-on help, you can upgrade to the VIP tier of our membership, which is $100 a month. We do twice weekly Zoom calls. And you can come. Last week, someone shared a new contract with me. And I did like line-by-line edits for her. So we can do that. Or you can always book one-on-one time as well. And I do kind of like first availability and preferred uh, member rates on -on one-on-one work for people who are members. So that's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this, I would love for you to share it on your Instagram. One of our other big goals this year is to get to a certain download marker on the podcast. And the best way for us to grow The podcast is for you to share. So give me a tag on Instagram. I would love that. Thanks for tuning in. And I hope that you have the best week.